It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Celtics got an early season litmus test against the Sixers. Is Boston still the king of the East? Also, there's a storm coming for Michigan. And are the 49ers really in trouble? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 common infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. With just over two minutes left, the Celtics were down 14 points to the Philadelphia 76ers and route to what would have been their second straight loss. They had a shot to tie it at the end of regulation. It got that ugly for the Sixers down the stretch. Boston did not get that tying shot to go. And so a 106-103 Win for Philly does hand Boston their second consecutive loss after starting five and oh, John Corrales never bothered by these little moments from Locked On Celtics joins me now. And and John, are you are you more concerned that they were down fourteen with three minutes left, or heartened that they actually had a chance to win here at the end for Boston? I'm, it's, I'm I guess I'll have to lean towards the fact that they were down as much as they were. Um, we were wondering when they would hit some adversity, how would they handle it? And, and frankly, I'm glad that they're hitting it now. I'd rather them hitting it, hit it now than hit it later. Uh, would have been better nice. Than better than exactly, exactly. Uh, or, you know, the conference finals like they did last year. Uh, so yeah, it, I, I'm curious to see uh, the correlation between the struggles and elite rim protectors because one of the hallmarks of Boston's success has been their ability to get to the rim, especially Tatum's ability to get to the rim. Then against Minnesota, you got Rudy Gobert and Tatum, eh, not so much. And then Philly, you got Embiid and Tatum, yeah. really not so much. So that's going to have to be addressed. They're going to have to figure out a way. And I think this is part of the growing pains. When Porzingis isn't there to to get the post-ups and to take advantage of a height differential that's that's kind of uh, too much for the other team. How do they use Porzingis to draw that shot blocker away and open things up for their stars to get to the rim? Yeah, Porzingis was the constant on offense in this one. 29 on 10 of 19 shooting. The problem was no one could make a three. And this has been a story now for the, the Celtics, this version of the Celtics, for a while. If they don't shoot well from three, the offense can be a bit of a struggle. So is it just, hey, more Chris Apps Porzingis, give him more opportunities in the post. Hey, Drew Holiday, who you bring in this offseason, get him some post touches. He's one of those guys who's not huge for a guard, but can get those post touches. How how can you get these guys some easier shots? Because theoretically, Jason Tatum, good mid-range shooter, like that should be there. Chris Apps Porzingis, like they have some guys, yeah. but they haven't found that answer yet. 
Yeah, th- there has to be a way. And when Tatum is is doing other things, it's a, you know, 16 points, he, he's he's giving the ball up. He had six assists, but I'm sure the potential assists are going to be through the roof. But they're the potential assists because no one else was hitting. Yeah, Porzingis, less than 32% from three in this game. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great. Um, And, and look, it's funny because Joe Missoula said during training camp multiple times, we have to figure out how to win these games when we're not shooting well. And part of the the offense, part of their strategy this year was to start doing things that kind of uh, insulated them from losing games where they just shot poorly from three. So far, not so great. Uh, and, and like I said, sometimes you have to pull Porzingis away and they need to involve Porzingis in more of the actions and get like pick and pops and get him to draw and beat away and to draw shot blockers away and then get your smaller guys in there, into the paint, into the post holiday. Like you said, is a great option in the post. Uh, he's been working on that, especially with Sam Cassell this year, get more of Tatum, get more of Brown in the post. Like those guys can do it. Uh, but they just, this is part of the, the, the growing pains that we haven't seen yet this season because the Celtics have been out talenting the teams yeah. in their first five games. So moving forward here, uh, in in addition to uh, some of these offensive issues that they're trying to work through, any anything else that you feel like they need to tighten up here, whether it's defensively, offensively, I mean, defensively, they seem like they are they are on a string, like they're playing really well for the most part defensively. But but is there anything else you think they, they can tighten up that would make things easier, whether yeah. it's creating some more turnover, some easier transition opportunities in a game like this? Yes, yes, those two things. And then <laughs> offensive rebounding. They mm-hmm. they we knew coming into the season they had two main issues. They were they weren't the best rebounding team, and their bench was kind of suspect. And the bench, okay, Sam Hauser came up pretty big. Uh, in this game, but no one else. Al Horford needed to play better. Peyton Pritchard is really, really struggling to start the season. So that has to 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 tighten up a little bit. The offensive rebounds, they gave up, what, 12 offensive rebounds, and, and the Sixers had 19 second-chance points. You clean that up a little bit, and the entire game kind of shifts. So those two things have to be fixed. And and the 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 fluidity on the offensive end, the Celtics have not been necessarily the best passing team so far this year, and that has to change a little bit. They did get 28 assists in this game, which is nice, but they still need to be able to pass the ball better, set cleaner screens, and and just capitalize when they get those open shots. Stay up to date all year on the Boston Celtics by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Celtics on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Michigan just can't shake this sign-stealing scandal. Before we get to that, the Eagles are losing a key player on defense. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection that we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis and Viagra. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of your daily medications. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a discount 
A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotics kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily medication, go to Jace Medical to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Philadelphia Eagles will be without a key member of their defense. Linebacker Nicobe Dean has been diagnosed with a Lisfranc sprain. While Dean will seek further medical opinions, it appears he'll be placed on injured reserve. The second-year linebacker from Georgia was elevated to a starting role this season and tasked with calling the defensive signals. But he suffered a foot injury in the season opener against the New England Patriots and missed the next four games before returning in mid-October. Most of his duties are expected to fall on Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow in his absence. Speaking of injuries, Denver Nuggets star Jamal Murray will likely be sidelined for the remainder of the month because of his right hamstring strain. The Nuggets are taking a cautious approach to assure there will be no lingering issues with the hamstring and there's an expectation that Murray will need three to four weeks to properly heal before returning to play. No reason to bother with these soft tissue injuries. Let them heal. The point guard missed time near the end of training camp in October with a similar injury, but Nuggets coach Michael Malone indicated that Murray's recent hamstring strain came on a specific play during the Bulls game. Bradley Beal made his Phoenix Suns debut on Wednesday night. 116 to 115 is the final score. The Phoenix Suns come away with a win much harder than it needed to be, which we will get to. Let's start with our moment of the game as we always do. And that is basically everything that happened from the time the Suns made their last field goal of regulation at 445 through to the end of the game. This was a matchup, a contest that featured a heavy dose of clutch time, 10 entire minutes of it with the overtime period included and a whole bunch of mistakes and big plays. But in particular, let's focus today on what the role players did in this one. Um, Yes, Kevin Durant was very good as always. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. He did contribute to the turnover problem, which we will get to, but I want to mostly emphasize the role players, three of them in particular. So Grayson Allen made the last field goal, a three-pointer, kind of in semi-transition, a quick one, a nice one, a good one, that put the Suns up, I believe, four points, five points. But you fast forward to the last few plays, and it was Grayson Allen once again, with three straight forced turnovers defensively, which I didn't think was something I would ever say about Grayson Allen this year, down the stretch against a talented individual scoring offensive opponent in the Chicago Bulls. 
In Major League Baseball offseason news, the Angels have found their new skipper, and it's a familiar face to baseball fans. Breaking news. Say hello to your new Angels manager, Ron Washington. What's going on, everybody? John Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels. It was confirmed today and confirmed by the Angels that Ron Washington will be the new manager of the Halos in 2024. He got a two-year deal. Come on, guys. Give him some more years. Come on. But here's the thing about Ron Washington. He did get Texas to the World Series two years in a row after a few years from 07 to 09, you know, kind of working their way back. And that's kind of where the Angels find themselves is working their way back. But here's the thing Mike and I like about Ron Washington. He has been an infield coach and a third base coach infield for the A's, really helped Marcus Simeon improve his defense. That's something that we think he can bring to the table for the Halos in 2024. It's going to be interesting to see how his coaching staff shakes out, and Mike and I are going to talk about this one on Lockdown Angels tomorrow. Please join us. Here is another story you need to know. The sign-stealing scandal for the Michigan Wolverines seems to take on new life with each passing day. Locked on Wolverines host Isaiah Hole has been all over this story from the start, and he sees something coming. Michigan is ready to, quote, go to the mat, according to one of my, uh, one of my sources as far as this is concerned. Uh, everything with the Big Ten uh, potentially coming down on Michigan. Certainly, the, the narrative has changed pretty strongly. There are a lot of voices out there that are starting to kind of come back against uh, some of these other things, Dan Wetzel being the prominent one who looks at what Ohio State and Rutgers did with Purdue and says, hey, what? how is Purdue receiving that any different methodology-wise, right, like than, uh, than what Michigan did? What's the, you know, it, there is a material difference, of course, between uh, handheld camera phone footage from, you know, 70 yards away and uh, having other coaches actually spell out exactly what they have confirmed to be true in terms of Michigan's play calls. Uh, I know certainly there are a lot of people who don't want to believe that and they want to say something, one thing's right, one thing's wrong. I mean, by the letter of the law, maybe, maybe not, right? It all depends on the NCAA's interpretation, but the, we're not dealing with the NCAA right now. We are dealing with the Big Ten. So Michigan is, is uh, reportedly, according to multiple sources out there, hiring Williams and Connolly who is a very large, very powerful Washington, D.C.-based law firm. Uh, A cursory glance on Twitter will tell you from a bunch of the lawyer types, uh, Serena uh, Raby-Schwartz, I don't know if she took the math last name or not, Uh, or even I spoke to to someone else that is a... uh, that is a lawyer person and said, this is, this is what happens when you load for bear, right? This is, this is not a cheap firm. It's very, very expensive. I've seen elsewhere that it is a highly investigative, uh, has that type of prowess. This is certainly what you do when it's like, we are coming at you guns a blazing. Okay. That's just one aspect of all of this, right? Like these, all of these things play together. It is not one independent part from the others. And certainly it's it, what it does is it sets up Michigan to, to really show how serious it is, because like I told you over the course of this week, there was a belief that Michigan was just going to roll over and take it right. That Tony Petiti would be able to go to Ann Arbor. And I mean, he wasn't there for this, but he met with Santa Ono and thought, OK, if I ask Michigan to do this, they're going to be like, OK, yeah, all right. I mean, they did already suspend Jim Harbaugh for three games before a notice of allegations came in for the from the NCAA with the previous case that is still 
being looked at the burger gates, so to speak. Okay. So with this, uh, it shows that Michigan is behind, you know, behind Jim Harbaugh contract renewal will still hopefully happen in the very near future. I've been told it's everything is moving in the same direction in Ann Arbor. Okay. So that is excellent, excellent news. Right. Everything is moving. Everyone is working together and moving together. Everyone's on the same page. There's no factions at this stage of anyone being like, well, maybe we could go without Jim Harbaugh. That's not the case. Everyone is behind Jim Harbaugh. It is a united front at this point, and they are ready to go to war with the Big Ten. Stay up to date on the Michigan Wolverines by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Wolverines on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, should we be worried about the 49ers? Score early this NFL offseason with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Tonight's game, between two teams fighting for draft position, it seems... Games like these prevent interesting value to bettors and FanDuel has the Bears three-point favorites over the Panthers. You can also combine bets for an even bigger payout. Combine multiple money lines or go with the same game parlay. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The San Francisco 49ers began the season like the best team in the league. They've since fallen on hard times. This weird split has people wondering which version of the 49ers is the real one. Locked on NFL scouting hosts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino do not agree on the answer to this conundrum. Who is the next best team that has proper context for why their record is what it says that it is right now? And that's the San Francisco 49ers. I have them at two. I don't have them at two. Joe, Brock Purdy had a concussion. Trent Williams missed time. Debo Samuel missed time. I understand that doesn't explain everything that's happened in this stretch of what three straight games that they've lost, I think is, is where they're at and they're coming out of their buy and they got to go to Jacksonville. Yep. But at the very least, I look at San Francisco and I feel better about what has happened versus reconciling Detroit going to Baltimore. So I'll say, okay, I'll take the team that I think we were considering on the same tier as Philadelphia but had critical injuries with one of their essential playmakers, their only plus-plus offensive lineman. You could say probably their only plus offensive lineman and the quarterback. Um, I have San Francisco at three, so I don't want to sit here and like diminish San Francisco. They're one of the best teams in the NFC. I think I am leaning into a little bit of the recency, right? Three consecutive losses. They've scored 17 points in all three of those games. Their defenses looked like a shell of itself. 
And they lost to the Browns, Vikings, and Bengals. And I think the Bengals is a good loss, but that that game was at home. Um, in With, without Trent Williams. I mean, I I get that. So yeah, I hear seventeen points, but if you don't have Trent Williams, like we know what the rest of that offensive line looks like. I've watched three underwhelming games in a row from the San Francisco 49ers. So they're three for me, and I do have Detroit at number two. Any team's hold on the title of best team in the league tends to be tenuous when you don't have an elite quarterback, and the 49ers don't. They have what is likely the most loaded roster in the league, quarterback exempted, except you play 11, not 10. And Brock Purdy is starting to look like the guy who was the last pick in his draft class just a year ago. Those turnover-worthy throws are now being caught for interceptions. The off-target passes are not being caught because they're off-target. So even if Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle is wide open, if Brock Purdy can't get them the ball, it doesn't really matter. And so when everything has to be perfect for things to go right for you because you don't have a quarterback who makes everyone else better, it is always going to be a little bit of hit or miss. Last year was fool's gold. This team can still go win the Super Bowl because Brock Purdy can get hot. We've seen him do it. But because he's not an elite quarterback, their hold on best team in the league will always be tenuous. And it certainly is right now because they're not the best team in the league. And finally, Coach Lane Kiffin has it figured out as his old Miss Rebels travel to face Georgia. As I've looked back at the two road trips like this with elite teams, the two times we went to Alabama, the players could feel me get up tight and we played that way. I don't feel like that this week, Kiffin said. Number nine, Ole Miss, 10 and a half point dogs to number two, Georgia. Also dogs, just not that kind. So maybe being loosey-goosey will help. I'm not, I'm not optimistic for him. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, the Browns have a tall task ahead with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.